Yay, little mini mic action. That's what we're going to do on this one. You know what I like the most? Um, I don't know, but I'll tell you what I don't like the most. And it's uh, it's sometimes being a guy. And I'm not being hypocritical here. I, I, I mean, I'm actually very thankful that I am a guy. I, I like being a guy. I like being a guy that's in touch with my feelings and emotions and all that good stuff. But something that drives me crazy within reason and I had to talk about this because it just it just happened it just happened as I was leaving work literally just happened so I walk outside it's raining like cats and dogs you can see it on my windshield at times it's raining pretty heavily I don't like getting wet I don't like getting dirty that's me being in touch with my feelings. Not really. But I really don't like getting dirty or wet. You know, I like staying dry, clean, happy. But I walk out of work and there's a, like, I'm getting in my car. It's time for me to leave and go home. I have a bit of a drive. Uh, I have to drive 30 miles, you know, nothing crazy. But I have to drive. I'm getting in my car. I'm fucking ready to go, man. Ready to go. Lip Biscuit song. She bitch and she's ready to go. I can't remember how it goes. Anyways, uh, I'm ready to get the fuck out of there. And a woman, I think, that works for the same company as me, maybe, maybe not. Might have just been a customer. Um, but I think it was a woman that works at the same company, but she's from a different branch and she was there. I'm getting in my car and she's like, trying to wave me down I don't know who she is so but then I realized like I think she's from another from another building for the company I work for I get in my fucking car man like I don't I'm not one to stop and be like what can I help you can, can, how, what can I do that's not me you know uh, today's my early day I have a kid free evening with my wife my wife's on her way home I'm on my way home I ain't got time to chit chat I ain't fucking around with that and uh, I realized pretty quickly what she wanted. And <laughs> she got, like, I ignored her and just fucking got my car. And I had to back out of my spot and pull around the back of the building where I work. And her car was at the back of the building. So I pass her and she's lifting up the back hatch of her minivan. And there's a, uh, not heavy, uh, it, it's some kind of metal frame contraption not heavy. I could tell by looking at it, it was fine. If it was something like super heavy, because this woman was a little older than me, like I, I would help. I understand, you know, those situations. But this was like a, a small aluminum frame, almost like a maybe a twin uh, metal frame for a box spring, something smaller than that, half of that. Something that probably weighed about the same as a small air fryer and not that big and awkward that's what she wanted she wanted me to fucking quit trying to go home and carry this fucking thing in her in for her in the rain and you know what nah nah I'm good dog nah and that happens a lot like I'm not again I am not trying to say that we've got it bad or anything like that but there are things that just truly get to me. And one of them is the fact that being a guy automatically qualifies you 
to do anything physical, and that's not everywhere. Don't get me wrong, but where I work, which is a fucking reincarnation of Mad Men or a business in the 1950s, if there is, for example, uh, we get calendars every year. I work for a credit union. We get these calendars, boxes of calendars. The boxes are like, you know, maybe 10 by 10 by 10. They're little cubes, and they weigh probably 10 pounds apiece. And every time those come in, some woman at work comes around and, like, gathers me and the only other guy that works, and we're both very busy. I am a director at my job. The other guy is an IT superstar, and they literally come get us like, calendars are here. I don't give a fuck if the calendars are here. Fuck your calendars. Like, they're 10 pounds a piece, dude. We got some fucking hoss-ass women that work there that have time on their hands, but no. Being a guy automatically qualifies you in some places and situations to do the heavy lifting. And I think that is absolute bullshit. Like, serious bullshit. And sometimes I have to dress really nice for my job, and then what? Fucking get in the back of a truck and unload a pallet of fucking calendars? No. Fuck that. Like, and I, and I get it. I, it's small potatoes to bitch about. But it's just stupid. You know, if it, everyone, everyone wants equality, and I want equality too. And I want part of that to be not being picked every time there's something heavier than a paperweight that needs moved. That sucks, man. I did physical labor for a long time. I'm in the business that I'm in now, so I don't have to continue doing physical labor. But yet I still end up having to do the shit in a position where there's nothing in my job description about lifting or stacking or fetching or carrying heavy shit. Fuck. Come on. I just wanted to rain about that real quick. On to the next topic. Because I can't I can't do this one too long. I've said what I've said. It's gonna piss some people off. Some people won't. It's fine. I just think it's silly that we are automatically picked to do that shit. And I think it's silly when, you know, a woman is automatically picked to do something that's deemed a woman's job. That's fucking stupid. Like dishes and stuff. Like guys who expect their wives to do the cooking and cleaning and that's bullshit. Absolute bullshit. Like, everything should be shared, at least relationship-wise. But at work, it's not shared at all. It's like, hey, man, go grab these boxes of calendars, man. You're a man. You have to do it, you man. Fuck. All right, let's switch topics before I get myself so fucking pissed. All right, let's move on to something else. And I actually need you guys' help this time. I need help with a podcast. So I was talking to my coworker, Mr. D, as I call him. Mr. D, Mr. D does not stand for Dick, but it does sound like it, Derek. Derek. And he is convinced to, uh, I don't know. This is a weird thing. It's like people that are super into music and then people that are half into music. I feel like people that are halfway into music like country music like current country Morgan Wallen 
Is that Morgan Whalen? Morgan Wallen? I think it's Wallen. Morgan Wallen is like the talk of the town where I live because everyone loves him. He can do no wrong, even though he does. And I don't know, man. It's it's just one of those things people love country music around here. Me, not so much. But the dude released a 36-song album. 36-song album. And the, the reviews that I've seen are like, you know, he's got a lot to say about nothing, uh, a lot of partying, no context, just, you know, not deep, very shallow. And that's fine because there's a place for, you know, party music and fun music and music that doesn't have a lot to say, but makes you want to shake that country thing. That's fine. I mean, to each their own. I listen to uh, a lot of stuff that people just don't like. I'm, I'm really stuck on an album by Viscera. Viscera? Viscera? I'm not sure. I just discovered them and it's a new release. And uh, it's really good in my opinion. But of course, there is a lot of growling and a lot of screaming. And I totally understand why people do not like that. I like it. Uh, Black Lava. uh, That's a band that has released an album I'm really big into. Spirit World, Death Western. Spirit World Band, Death Western album. You know, I really, really enjoy this stuff. And... uh, I don't know. It, it kind of gets my aggression out. So I do understand. Like, I I totally understand. Like, to each their own. I like Limp Biscuit, and I'm not joking. Like, I don't love all the old stuff. I love Gold Cobra and uh, Still Sucks. Like, their last two albums, basically. And I like some of the stuff before that and some of the stuff sprinkled in on the really popular stuff. To me, that's that's like my country music. That's fun music to me. That not that's not necessarily deep or has a ton of context. It's just fun, and I can get down with some just simply fun music. That's fine. So I get why people love Morgan Wallen. I get why people love country music. It's fine. Me myself, I hate it. Like I don't dislike it. I truly hate it. So my buddy Derek comes in. He's like, he's like, man. He's like, I don't know, man. I don't know how you can't like that new Morgan Wallen album. I was like, easy. I just, I just fucking hate it. It's that easy. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you know, oh man, have you even listened to it? And I'm like, why would I, why would I want to listen to an artist that I 1000% know I don't like? Like 1000%. I don't like Beyonce. So why would I listen to anything she does? I can guarantee you she's not going to win me over. I don't like Willow Smith, but Willow Smith did a rock album, a pop punk album. And like, you know, it's like someone saying like, oh, dude, you got to listen to what Willow did. Like, do I have respect for the Willows and the Machine Gun Kellys of the world that change from one genre to another because they like that genre? Yeah. Like, and people are going to get value and enjoyment out of that music. And that's cool to me. But I can assure you, I will not like it. I've tried Machine Gun Kelly's pop punk, which I don't really care for pop punk anymore. That was a, you know, that was a, that was, that was a, uh, a, just a thing of the late nineties, early two thousands. And I did enjoy pop punk. Some of it. I still enjoy blink One Eighty Two and the descendants still enjoy that. Most of it. I do not, but you know, I, I, when someone switches it up genre wise, I will, I will take a listen. It's like Halsey 
who I didn't really care for but appreciated her voice. Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails does an album with her. I love the whole thing. She switched it up. She she went completely outside of her comfort zone and outside of the Halsey box and still made something that was Halsey because it's her voice, which is incredible. And Trent Reznor's influence and in production, which is incredible. And I, I can get I can get on board with that. So when I hear Willow or Machine Gun Kelly does something like that, you know, I don't like their music, but then I'll give their genre switch up a change because I have a high level of respect for the amount of guts it takes to do that because you could possibly alienate all of your fans who were there for your rap careers or your pop careers. So it's it's a big risk. And I like risk takers, but so he tells me about Morgan Wallen and I'm like, you know, did he, did he go rock and roll? You know, if he, if he switched genres, I'll listen out of curiosity, but no, uh, you know, he didn't. It's the same stuff that I don't like. So I, I, I humor him mostly so I can be a dick because it's enjoyable and he understands that I'm just being me. So I, I pull up Spotify, which I don't listen to. Uh, I don't use Spotify. Spotify and Apple Music is what I pull up when I don't want the algorithm to think that I like something. So I pull Morgan Wallet up on Spotify. I have no subscription. I have a free account. Uh, I don't listen to Spotify for any single reason except to listen to suggestions that other people make. So I pop on Morgan Wallen. I play his most popular song at least that was listed, which was like 500 and some million listens. Good for you, Morgan. And, uh, you know, I hated it. I hated every second of it. I didn't finish it. I was like 12 seconds in. I was like, ugh. And I skimmed through. I was like, ugh, ugh, nah. It's just not for me. While telling him, you know, hey, I listen to the screaming, growling shit, and I understand why people don't like it. So, you know, I'm, I'm not trashing your music choice. It's just, just not for me. And... Then he, he proceeds to go into uh, Zach Bryan, I think. He's like, oh, Zach Bryan's more up your alley. Zach Bryan's more up your alley. And he, uh, you know, humoring again. So I pull up this Zach Bryan guy. Massive improvement, in my opinion, over Morgan Wallen. Massive improvement. Much better. I could tell the guy was like a storyteller. Good voice. Uh, not that Morgan Wallen doesn't have a good voice. I don't know if that's fact or not. But for me, it's not a thing. Uh but I, I listened to Zach Bryan guy. I was like, this is fine. You know, this is okay. And he, you know, big smile out of young D he's like 24 years old, 25 years old, big smile out of young D he's like, Oh yeah. And I was like, Derek, listen, like me saying it's fine and okay. I will never seek this out to listen to it. But I also, it doesn't make me just cringe or make a stank face, you know? I will not seek this out. It's like my wife who loves Tyler Childers. I respect Tyler Childers, and I think that for his genre, his music is top-notch. I will never really seek out Tyler Childers to listen to because I have to really like something to seek it out. It's uh, I'm trying to think of a, a good example. It's like Destiny's Child. I talk about Beyonce a little too much. Destiny's Child is a uh, was like top notch for that genre when I was growing up, in my opinion, and I enjoyed it. If I got in someone's car and that was on, it was fine. 
that's Zach Bryan. It would be fine if I got in Derek's car and that was on. No big deal. You know, I could probably find some way to enjoy it. But having to find a way to enjoy music and just outright enjoying every second of music is two completely different things. So he thought he had me. He thought he had me on Zach Bryan. Alas, he did not. Like, it was a massive improvement. And if the guy came on the radio in someone else's car, you know, I'm cool. It's fine. Uh, If Morgan Wallen came on the radio in someone else's car and I was riding with them, uh, if I was comfortable with that person and knew knew them well, I'd be like, dude, can we can we change this? <laughs> can we please change this? And uh, but yeah, that's where I was with the Zach Bryan guy. And then we got on to topics of like singers. He's like, oh, this guy Zach Bryan, you haven't heard him, you know, his power yet. And I'm like, I'm sure he's really good. And uh, I told my buddy, I'm like, I just. I know someone who does it better for my tastes, and that is Dustin Kinsrew, who's the lead singer of Thrice, which is a heavier band, not all the time, but is a, you know, definitely a rock band. And Dustin Kinsrew, whenever he does solo stuff, it's like more Bruce Springsteen-y and more Americana folk sometimes. Like, he's done acoustic, he's done Springsteenish rock, and it's, you know, that guy was a better version of this Zach Bryan guy for me because I like rock and roll and acoustic you know just uh, there's other stuff but I'm just not a country guy but that led to you know talking about power voices and power singers and which brought me right to a podcast idea I do the stuck in my generation podcast which is also a YouTube channel that I wish to God I had more time to to mess with but my God it's just time is of the essence apparently and uh that channel i like to do green screen stuff because i like to put the band behind me and pictures of all that stuff behind me it's such an undertaking though and it's a lot of uh stuff talk wise that doesn't just flow for me some things just flow for me i think bitching about stuff flows for me music flows for me if if there's a topic and i got someone to talk about with it Uh, But doing a solo music thing, I have to have notes. I have to have ideas of what I want to talk about in regards to each band or singer or this or that. And, uh, but anyways, this, I'm just talking in circles, but this got me on a topic of like the best singers ever. So I showed him Brandy Carlisle's The Story, which is one of the just best pure vocal songs I've ever heard maybe the best honestly uh as far as something that just blows me away and gives me goosebumps brandy carlisle's the story is that uh but then i'm like i you know this podcast idea this is good i want to do the top 10 vocalists of all time and i'm talking purely singing talent or purely you know goosebump syndrome like who just gives you the shivers who speaks to your soul and i i need some help with this because i can't i could sit here and think and make a list of singers that speak to me but i also can recognize just simply world-class fantastic singers 
I'm not a Whitney Houston fan. I'm not a Celine Dion fan. But I understand that they are generally considered as like both of them as like top 10 vocalists of all time. Me, the first names that come to mind are Brandy Carlisle, Chris Cornell, Otis Redding, Sam Cooke, uh, who else? There's Freddie Mercury. There's, there's definitely a lot that come to mind, but I know I'm missing some, especially when it comes to other genres, because I don't give, I don't give pop a lot of my time. I don't give country a lot of my time. I don't give like Elvis era stuff a lot of my time. And, and there's great rock bands like the Beatles and Led Zeppelin and Rolling Stones, but I don't think I would put any of those singers in the greatest vocalists of all time. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think they'd slot into my top ten. So there, that brings me to this. Like, what are, what are some great names to consider for that top ten vocalists of all time you know, podcast stuck in my generation podcast. So basically I'm asking for anyone who watches this. I need your help. I need your help. Make your, uh, when I mess up, sometimes I scat. I need your help. Drop some names down below. Who do you think are the best vocalists ever? I don't need a certain number of them dropped or, you know, there's no rules to this. You want to drop me a hundred names? Drop me a hundred names. You want to drop me two? Drop me two. But I want some names to consider. Best vocalists of all time. Ow, that hurt. You ever do like a, a burk up? A burp pickup? Same time? Fucking sucks. But yeah, I want to know. Give me some names. I've got like four right now. And I truly think that two of those could be knocked out. I love Otis Redding. I love Sam Cooke. I'm not sure, like, if they... I'm thinking of vocal power. Like, there's some smooth-ass singers, dude. Frank Sinatra's a smooth-ass, iconic voice. But does that mean he's one of the most talented vocalists of all time? I don't know. Like, I, I don't know, you know? But I'm looking for the 10 best, just pure power, knock your fucking face off with their vocals melt your face off that's what I'm looking for that's what I want bring the suggestions bring the heat I want to know I, I, I want to know she won't be on there I promise neither will Katy Perry and I like Alanis Morissette I wasn't talking shit she's just not one of the best vocalists I've ever heard neither is Kurt Cobain for God's sakes Interesting, unique, yeah. Like, interesting and unique voices are super fucking cool. Maybe we'll do that next. Maybe it'll be a un- top, like the, the top 10 most unique voices of all time. But right now, I want pure vocalists, pure vocals, pure voice. Who's got a voice that was sent straight from heaven? Who's got that? I want to know. Help a brother out. Help a brother out to help me with the best voices. And they're not going to be gospel singers because the gospel singers would turn to pop to make the money. More than likely. 
I mean, it's the same reason Skrillex is not like, you know, I guess they're pretty big. I digress. Had to throw something religious in there. But a bum. Give me some names. Let me know who your best vocalists are of all time. And uh, give me something to consider for this podcast episode. I'm out of here. I'll see you guys next time. Goodbye.